What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Board NBA YouTube channel where we go live every weekday around 11.15 a.m., 11.20 a.m. Eastern Time with at Pips NBA of Twitter to go through NBA betting discussion, just overall discussion about the league, and then, of course, finishing off with the official pig segment at the end of the show. If you guys have been enjoying the content, as always, please be sure to smash that like button and Make sure you're subscribed to the Board NBA for all of the betting content we have coming your way five days a week with this show, as I mentioned, and more on the way in the future with some new shows. It just in the works here. We're, we're working on stuff over at the Hammer Betting Network, and you can check out the Hammer Betting Network at thehammer.bet for more sports betting content, NFL playoffs, maybe best time of year for betting. So check out the hammer.bet for more on that stuff over there. But we have pips here, and we have some... Winning picks to discuss. It was a winning day yesterday. Uh, it was a nice bounce back from Friday. First two picks did win. Unfortunately, one did lose. So it was a two and one day, but nice profit. As we go to, let's pull up the, the full record on the season. 59 and 41 on the season, plus 10 units, 9% return on investment. That is great to see. And like I said, two and one on the picks here. First of all, let's go chronologically. We had an absolute no sweat in the first one. We had a sweat in the second one, but first of all, uh, Chris Tapperzing is, you know, com- comfortably goes over his point total. Jonas Valanciunas <laughs> smashed his point total, goes over this one. Pips, I know you had your eye on this game. We'll talk more about the Pelicans in just a second. But overall, the game uh, analysis seems to be on point with this one. Yeah, this one, I think it was the third quarter. Cash, Jonas actually cleared this, this line in 10 minutes and, like, Wow. <laughs> big bigs over wizards just smashing the lines over and over again. And yeah, that's that that one's one, as you said, easy no sweat. So good to see on that one. Let's pull up the second one here. This was a sweat. Uh Giannis yeah. goes over eventually. Drew Holiday. I thought I was gonna have to add to our hook counter that we started yesterday, but uh fortunately we do not. Drew Holiday eventually does get over his line here. Uh this was a Bit of a weird one. This took a while to get going. Drew Holiday in particular. Uh, did you have your eyes on this? And uh, well, I'm, I know you did because I saw you tweeting about it. Uh, maybe break down the way this one kind of cashed for the viewers here. It was just the poor shooting start for Drew Holiday. He was getting the good looks, but he wasn't making any. He started the game shooting two from 12. So, yeah, that was like, okay, this is unfortunate because when, when a player is shooting like, 12 or more field goals, he usually clears this line. And then late into the fourth, like last five minutes, he made one three, another one, <clears throat> and we needed one more. And then he made a three. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we got this. Got it. And then they just said he was on the foot on the line. And I was watching the replays, and I like it was like the KD three in, in, yeah, in, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was so similar. And I was like, yeah, Jesus can't can't lose this another one like this, and but after I I realized they will be fouling, and Drew is shooting like eighty eight percent from the free throw line this season, so I was like, okay, they will probably go to him, and it was like him or Grayson Allen. They covered Grayson Allen pretty good, and Drew got the ball. He got fouled twice because they had foul to give. So yeah, this was a good win at the end, even one extra point. 
Yeah, so this doesn't fit the criteria of winning by the hook as we specified yesterday, but it kind of does feel that way, the way it all yeah. kind of unfolded. So uh, we're happy to see that one. Uh, final play was Bancaro. Uh, he actually had a pretty good game, 17 points in the end. Uh, in uh, I think this was number one, Bancaro got out to a slow start. Number two, Orlando got out to a slow start and, and kind of got destroyed here by the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this was weird. Like, I watched the last game and they didn't do anything crazy to defend LeBron James. And then you had a rookie, Paulo Banquero, and they were like defending like his Yanis. They were building a wall in front of him. Like, that, that was amazing for a rookie that's not that efficient. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. And of course, he could go over this line easily, even with that kind of defense. But he was like, okay, I'll just step back and let my teammates shoot. And then he realized they can't make anything. Then he started to be more aggressive and he scored points. And if he played, like he exited the game with six minutes left. So if he just continued with that same aggression, he will go over this line. But that wasn't as good as I thought because, of course, I never expected Kings to, to put like, wall in front build a wall in front of Bancaro like yeah that's not something you expect at all so just an unfortunate day I mean the the or unfortunate one there these things sort of happen but yeah. it is a winning day and we will take that to start the week there will be some more free picks coming later as always but before that we want to get into discussion piece uh something that Pitts brought up that he wanted to discuss it was the Pelicans uh CJ McCollum has been balling uh JV was balling yesterday I think you told me he has back-to-back games now with 25-plus points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, indeed it is. The Pelicans just just keep on winning no matter if Zion's playing, if Brandon Ingram's playing, whoever's missing. I, I, I consider these teams the ones that can go deep, the ones that that no matter what's going on injury-wise, they have the players that are going to continue to play the same ways almost and just continue to find ways to win. And with McCollum going off on any given night, maybe JV as well, even when B.I. and Zion are out. Uh, this team, like we keep on kind of debating who's the best in the West. And there's so many good teams. There's a high chance that I, I think the Pelicans have a real shot of going to the NBA Finals. Um, I don't know if you want to go that far, but w- what are your thoughts on, on all this? Yeah, with everything being so wide open, I think they have a real good chance if they can get healthy to the playoffs. Like they need healthy Zion, healthy Brandon Ingram. CJ McCollum to just continue with his form and you have Jonas Valanciunas and so many other guys like players like Jason Daniel will get there until the playoffs like he'll get there he's showing amazing potential they have Herb Jones one of the best defensive guys in the league they have Trey Murphy who is shooting like lights out 40% from three on amazing amazing three they added Neji Marshall who is like all around good a positive defender doing stuff on, on the offense, can score, can do anything. And then they have like guys like Larry Nance Jr., like who is like the ultimate switching five, small ball five, that's really a good defender and a really a good player that can be a glue guy for this team. And we still have Jose Alvarado, Jackson Hayes, uh, Devontae Graham. Like they, they are so deep. And, and yeah, they have like 12 players and they have a good combination of scoring and a great hustle defensive players and they are they are amazing team to watch and they of course have a great coach like that's a bit underrated part of the team because whenever i watch them they do everything i think they should do they should be doing like 
if I know the other team has some weakness, they will always attack the weakness and exploit it. Like the last night, we obviously won Porzingis bet, but they did an amazing job when they put Herb Jones on him. Like Im- imagine putting Herb Jones, like he's a guard yeah. defending yeah. Porzingis. And that was actually a pretty amazing stuff because Porzingis can't post up because that's one of the weakest part of his game. So he can't, exp- can't exploit the mismatch in size. But if you can cover his movement and be close to him, he can't, he can't shoot his trees and draw the free, the, the free throws and everything. Like when, First half, when I was watching, I was a bit concerned about pushing his bed because <laughs> Herb Jones was doing an amazing job with him. So, yeah, they're always doing, like, these little things that because that will, like, give them advantage to win the games when they are actually not a better team because they have a great coach. This Pelicans team, you're talking about the depth and everything. Uh, it's a testament, well, a little bit of a testament to the Lakers, giving them the massive package for AD. Uh, worked out for both teams in the end, but Testament to the Pelicans finding these undrafted guys that fit in and do a really good job for the team, drafting guys who fit in really well. Like this is, this is how you start championship teams because you've got stars who, you know, you've got Brandon Ingram making money, CJ McCollum making money, but you still have really good players on rookie contracts. Like Zion Williamson, one year left on his rookie deal. He's making like, like $13 million this season. You have all these other guys contributing at such high levels who are not getting paid very much. And that's just, Huge for a team that wants to build and win a championship. Now, I don't know if they're going to be quite ready to win it this year, but I don't completely put it past them. But a huge shout-out to the Pelicans front office from the team that was there five years ago, a disaster of a team that had no future to where it is now, where it maybe has the brightest future uh, in the league to a certain degree. So this Pelicans team can be good for a long time, and they just – keep getting new guys like Herb Jones out of nowhere last season, Trey Murphy seemingly out of nowhere this season. So uh, I'm a fan of watching them as well. I really, I really like what the Pelicans have going on Uh, with that. We're going to transition now into our official picks on the show, two same game parlays to work with on the slate. And the first of first one, well, not just the first one, but we're going to the Cavaliers who are visiting the jazz Donovan Mitchell returning to Utah. And Jared Allen is the focus in the first same game parlay. So we are betting Jared Allen to score over 11 and a half points and to gather over uh, seven, seven and a half rebounds. So this is a great matchup, as I've been saying from the entire year. We had <clears throat> a bet on Shangun the last game, and Shangun completely destroyed them. And even though Jared Allen is even a better offensive rebounder, Shengun like had I think seven offensive rebounds and a couple of pullbacks because Utah Jazz just rebounding at five is just like worst in the league. I I think they allow actually the, the the like third most rebounds and they have some big lineups like you have Vanderbilt or Kelly Olynyk and Lowry Marker and that's like seven foot three like seven great rebounders and big guys and they still. Uh, Struggle rebounding, and the last game we had Shengun with assists and uh, and points. We didn't go with rebounds, and that turned out to be a wrong decision because he had the most rebounds. Like he, he crashed the rebounding line. So we are going here with seven and a half rebounds and eleven and a half points. Last game it was a blowout, and Jared Allen had 30, uh, 20 points and eleven rebounds in a blowout being against the Jazz. Uh, 
so yeah this is a great spot for him obviously i wanted to go with with his uh, pr line uh, it was minus 115 minus 120 one hour ago but now we have like it, it's it's completely juiced like everyone isn't it so uh, i think now let me just check yeah it's it, it's it's uh, minus 135 minus 140 on 22 and a half so yeah wow. i just just decided to switch to this combination but if you have for everyone that's watching if you have like 22 and a half with a decent uh, price you can bet that's too if you don't have singing parlays i'll go with with the, that so yeah that's that's the first yep. bet so I, i'm kind of curious here so this is a just with because utah you've you've made the analysis that they struggle with opposition bigs. It's something that you've bet into and we've had success with on this show. I'm just kind of curious, how do the bookies continue to maybe not quite adjust to this in time uh, for lines like this? Uh, like, like this is a, this is clearly an edge that you found here. I'm just kind of curious how this hasn't been reacted to based on the market assessment. Yeah, because I, I don't think that they're uh, uh, counting in matchups. Well, like, if you take a look at, at, at the last two games, uh, last couple of games for Jared Allen, he had eight rebounds, eight rebounds, nine rebounds, and two points, 13 points, 13 points. So it, they think, okay, he's struggling now. His average over the last couple of games is, is, is low. So the last game he had this line, like 21 and a half points. So he, he now has a better matchup, so they went one point up to 22 and a half. But... The matchup is like 10 times better because last three games he played against Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets, and then again the Phoenix Suns. So Phoenix Suns with Aiton are like five times worse matchup than this one. And he's like, they think he's struggling, but he, he, he just had a couple of games in a row, a very difficult matchup. So they over-adjusted there. And then they said they were setting his line at 21 and a half. And now when they have... He has super positive matchup. They just adjusted by, by, by moving one point up. But the real thing should be like moving three points up. But Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's why we can win. Yeah. That's I, why I, we like, can win. I like that. So they don't really process the matchups as much, especially early on in the day. Over the course of the day, I feel like betters kind of shape that market, yeah. which is why typically you can see some good CLV because people uh, also would have the same sort of edge like this. So that's really interesting to see. Um, okay, good stuff. Let's move into the second pick, which is also in the Cavaliers at Jazz game. Another look over here, and this one includes some points for some big players. Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell in his return are the focus here. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Clarkson, he also returned to, to his Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, I mean, first part of the bet is Jordan Clarkson to score over 17 and a half points which I will show why this line is amazing for him with graphics. And Donovan Mitchell over 24.5 points combined, which is minus 110 at the DraftKings. So, yeah, the first one is obviously Jordan Clarkson. If you take a look at this, he cleared this line in 16 straight games with 28-plus minutes. And that's amazing. And with Sexton out, with uh, Telling Horton Tucker out, with Kelly Olenek out, Jordan Clarkson, we need to play like 35 minutes tonight. 
And when he can, when he gets over 28 minutes, he's clearing this line with 88% rate. So that's implied offs of minus seven, 725. And we are getting <laughs> minus, minus one, eight, 119 on this and yeah and in the last game against the the the, the, the cleveland he scored 23 points in a, with a poor shooting in a blowout so yeah high usage okay i think he'll he'll get he'll, he'll be guarded by garland or mitchell so that's great for him he was a teammate with mitchell he 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 he's he played for for calves for for a couple of seasons so this is a great spot for him, and obviously not just the narrative, but the, the numbers look great also. And the second part is Donovan Mitchell coming back to Utah Jazz for the first time. We just need his volume here. We, we talk about this one for like so many times on this stream. Utah Jazz against great pull-up shooters, talented scorers, uh, guards who has the ball and who are attacking it from the pick and rolls and dribble handoffs are like in the amazing spot to go over. And last game, when they played the the, the, the Utah Jazz, it was a blowout, as I said. It also, Donovan Mitchell had some foul troubles. Uh, and he still ended up scoring, he still ended up scoring 23 points in only 22 minutes. Like that, that's like over a point per minute. And we expect him to play 36 minutes tonight. So if he does the same, he will score 40 points. But we only need 25 and great matchup coming back for, to the Utah Jazz for the first time. And one of the key reasons that uh, decided going with two bets on the same game is that pretty amazing, but Cleveland Cavaliers are 4-10 and 10 away from home. Like four wins and 10 losses away from home. And Utah Jazz is 12 and 7 at home. So they won 12 games and lost seven. So very positive, uh, uh, very positive results at home for Utah Jazz and terrible results for Cleveland Cavaliers, who are contenders on, on the on the east, and they have four and ten away. And even the wins were like very close games. Yeah. So I don't think this should be a blowout. And if this game can stay close, I think these guys are crushing these lines and interestingly with that like as good as cleveland have been the spread here is right around three you can see some three and a half some two and a half so the expectation is definitely that it will not be a blowout uh, unrelated to the bet diamond mitchell's return to utah what just curious what do you think his crowd reception is going to be over there i think he'll get a good reception there like they, they, they hate rudy gobert but they always <laughs> love Donovan mitchell so has, uh, i think no fish, fish. Yeah, I think he'll get a good reception. I think he played great for them, and he was their best player for a couple of seasons. And yeah, I think they'll, they'll. I think they'll look. I mean, I hate Utah, like <laughs> that team, that 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 town and city, and, and like their culture is like one of the worst in the league. So yeah, that's just. I I won't talk much about it, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say here. And yeah. yeah, and they, I think he'll 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 get great reception there. I think he'll get a good one as well. Uh, has Rudy Gobert played in Utah since that trade? I think uh, they I played one game, but he was out. But I'm not sure. Oh. So I'm I'm curious what sort of reception he got if he got a bad one compared to 
down there. That'd be interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, he had a game there. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, oh, he I had wonder. 22 points and 13 rebounds, and they won. Yeah, that was the game when I think uh, he scored on the last possession when the, it was a blowout and everyone was just stopped and he dunked the ball like <laughs> two, two seconds left. Yeah, I think it was like, a huge uh, Ke- Like Kevin cover. Porter Jr. the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, similar to that. But this one was even worse because like, it was Rudy Gobert in Utah. Yeah, in Utah. So he's the, he knew it. I, I would like to, I'd like to think that Rudy Gobert knew exactly what he was doing with that yeah. one. So uh, they may not like him. He may not like them very much either. So uh, let's recap the picks for you guys. Both picks are uh, same game parlays in the Cavaliers at the Jazz game. First one is Jared Allen uh, over 11.5 points and over 7.5 rebounds. That is minus 115 at DraftKings. Just going with the center against Utah. Had success with that this season. Moving over to the other one, it is Jordan Clarkson over 17.5 points against his former team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Donovan Mitchell in his return to Utah over 24.5 points. That is minus 110 at DraftKings. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of Pick and Roll on the Board NBA YouTube channel. If you want to see content like this every single weekday with myself and Pips, please make sure you are subscribed to the channel. And if you enjoyed today's video, make sure you smash that like button. If you're listening in podcast form, please rate and review five stars. If you're watching on Twitter, please drop a like and consider sharing, telling a friend about it, help spreading the word of the channel. And once again, visit the hammer.bet for more sports betting content, especially with the NFL playoffs rolling around. Let's hope these bets cash and we'll see you tomorrow for more for myself and Pips. We'll be right back.